Well, good morning this Monday morning and welcome to Kings at Home Daily from me, Goff, one of the leaders here at Kings. Uh, we're going through the Sermon on the Mount. And um, as always, before we start, let's pray and invite the Holy Spirit to come and help us. Lord, thank you. We've got the opportunity today to walk with you, to fellowship with you, to, to know you, to to grow in you. So I pray, Lord, before the hustle and bustle and stuff of the day, come and speak to us. Come, Holy Spirit, please set us, set our compasses at the start of the week, I pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we're slowly finding our way through the Sermon on the Mount. It's so rich, so important for uh, for, for us as Christians, disciples, followers of Jesus, it's uh, it, it's it's a really really important part of Scripture. Um, the blessed attitudes. We all want to be blessed, don't we? I do. I want to. I want to be blessed. There's there's plenty of things t today that can that will uh, crush me, possibly uh, disappoint me, um, frustrate me. Uh, make me feel fearful and anxious. Um, plenty of things will do that. I want to be blessed, as I'm sure you do. So, hence the blessed attitudes, the be attitudes. And we've said how Jesus saw the crowds, chapter 5 of Matthew, the crowds uh, following at an arm's length. He called his disciples close to give them the the way for disciples to to live and walk so this is for us so um i want to just go back actually to the blessed the beatitude we saw on friday so verse six blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness such an important one i spoke about it on friday but i want to just spend a moment there again this morning blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness i want to speak about our appetites but first, just to make very clear, um, when, when the Bible speaks about righteousness, there's different aspects to that, if you like. It, it's not speaking here about me earning my acceptance before God. That's what the Pharisees were doing. They were working very hard, ticking all the boxes. He's not speaking about that because a Christian is someone, we all know, who... Um, the poor in spirit. He knows he really needs a saviour. He, he knows that he, ha, he, she hasn't got it in themselves to find their acceptance with God. I was preaching yesterday at Kings about uh, from Hebrews chapter ten that that lovely uh, passage where where it says, "Therefore, brothers and sisters, since we have confidence to." enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus and that word confidence we saw means right of entry isn't that wonderful you and I on a Monday morning when you might feel I don't know how you feel but you you might not feel um, particularly spiritual you might anyway you've got right of access into your heavenly father's presence oh make use of it you've got a a pass, a right of access. That's what that word means. And, and you know, this is so fundamentally important in terms of your devotions or your walk with the Lord that that, 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 that you understand 
you have got that access to your father. That is, that's the bedrock really of our, our Christian lives. And it's all because of what? Because of the blood of Jesus. When the Bible speaks about blood, it's the life, life poured out. So, <laughs> right of access. So you haven't got to earn your righteousness. You haven't. You are declared righteous because you accepted Jesus. But as disciples of Jesus, we want to be more like him. I hope I'm more like Jesus than I was a year ago, 10 years ago. And I hope you are too. We want to become more like Jesus. And, and that's happening as we fellowship with him and, and on a daily basis. And that's where we come to appetites. Our appetites are so, so important, aren't they? they appetites can govern our lives. And um, uh, a little quote, I've, I have actually read several times at King's over the years, um, uh, one of the writer of many, many years ago, Henry Scougal, and he says this, the soul of man is a vigorous and is of a vigorous and active nature. It hath in it a raging and unextinguishable thirst. That's true, isn't it? We've all got these kind of desires, hungers. That the soul of man is like that. An immaterial kind of fire, always catching upon some object or other, in conjunction wherewith it thinks to be happy. If I have this, I'll be happy. If I get that, I'll be happy. If I uh, if my bank account gets to that, I'll be happy. Oh, we're always clutching on, going after. Say, uh, in conjunction wherewith it thinks to be happy. And, and were it once um, uh, rent from the world and all bewitching enjoyments under the sun, it would quickly search after something higher and more, more excellent. And he goes on to say, uh, to satisfy its ardent and in, in oh, it's all this language, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, being no longer dazzled with glittering vanities, would fix on that supreme, all-sufficient good, that's God, where it would discover such beauty and sweetness as would charm and overpower all its affections. In other words, there's, there's something bigger and brighter and more beautiful to captivate our hearts to take away to, to help us to get our appetites away from the the, uh, the stuff of the world the advertising i mean you know we talked didn't we in in um, one john you know world the world the the, the 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 lust of the flesh appetites lust of the eyes must have must have pride of life must appear to be good and successful and all those things and, and so speaking of um hungering and thirsting after righteousness this is as we go into this week you know i want to try to help us with this because this is so key um how do we do that how how do we how do we how do we stir up our appetites for god how does that happen well i think uh, one more thing that henry school says in this little book is um the wind's blowing, I've lost my page. Um, he, he writes this. He says this, the, here we go, got it. 
The love of the world and the love of God are like the scales of a balance. As one falleth, the other doth rise. And so, it's, it's, you know, we, 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 you and I, as we're going into this week, we need to be alert and catch ourselves uh, the, the way we're thinking and, 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 and operating and, and not allow the, uh, that old nature to, to draw us over here, to draw us over there, to, to capture our affections. Because if that happens, well, our affections for the Lord will decline. Instead, let's begin the week as we are now, saying, Lord, I, 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 want, I want a bigger vision of you. I want, I, want to, I want to know you more. I want to be uh, uh, captivated more by your majesty and your glory and your beauty. And that's where worship comes in. When we worship, we are opening our eyes, the eyes of our heart, to be captivated by the Lord. And and, and that's what we need if we, you know, otherwise it's all going to become hard work. You know, blessed are they that hunger and thirst after righteousness. I must try harder. No, I want my heart to be captivated. I want my heart to be captivated on you, Lord, and not on the stuff, possessions, riches, and all of that, which is passing away. So that's what I want for us. And by the way, when you worship, when you sing, you know something happens. The Holy Spirit rises up in you and says, I glorify Jesus. Um, and, uh, and that's beautiful. That's wonderful. But here's the other thing. How often are you aware when you're, if you're just praying in your devotions in the morning, you're sort of musing and mumbling. And Are you praying or are you musing? It's all a bit mixed up and you might drop off. When you sing, some, you, you, especially if, you, if it's out loud, well, not too loud, you might wake the house. Instead of mumblings and, and words that, 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 I mean, yeah, keep mumbling, keep, you keep the prayer going. But what I'm saying is, when you worship, there's something very, very, you're sounding a clear note to the Lord. And I'm quite, you may not be like me, but I know me. And sometimes my prayers, they're musings, oh Lord, this is going on, please help with that. Oh, and, you, and they become sort of, mumbly musing moments whereas worship brings focus and it brings that that it, it's bringing into view the greatest prize of all the majesty glory and the beauty of the Lord and it's focusing my appetites on him blessed are they happy blessed are they who hunger and thirst after righteousness they're going to be satisfied so Lord as we go into today Help us to focus our